Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. This episode is called The Shop of the Divine. In this episode, Prem Rawat travels to Paris to talk with event host Florence Volpierre about The Shop of the Divine, an embarrassing moment with a saxophonist and nurturing the seeds of the heart. For more info, as ever, head to www.premrawat.com. Thanks for listening. Such an honor being here with you tonight. You're such a wonderful storyteller. And we all love stories, right? <laughs> so the stories in your book are so simple and um, so um, powerful at the same time. They're like signposts that you're planting for us along the road towards a better and happier life. So let's stop at the first of these signposts, to know ourselves. Why is it so important and what difference do you make with loving ourselves? Well, the thing is that if you want to love yourself, but you don't know yourself, it's going to be impossible to love yourself if you don't know yourself. (laughs) So for loving yourself, it's very important to first know yourself. So what is the importance of knowing yourself? I can give you the most beautiful map, very well illustrated, everything is there, everything is marked. And there is a very beautiful place on the map that you want to go to. But what is the most important thing you need to have on that map? And that is, where are you on that map? Because turn left, turn right, go straight, is all relevant to where you are. But if you don't know where you are, what is left? What is right? What is go straight? What is go around the roundabout. It doesn't mean anything. And we forget. People are writing books, people are making lectures, and they're telling everybody, you know, we have to turn left, we have to turn left. And then, oh no, now we have to turn right. Who's right? Who's left? Which left? Where are we going? Which straight? Because it's all relative. Unless you know who you are, living in this world is going to be very different. Because one of the things is going to be disorientation. Because you don't know where you are, you're lost. That feeling of somewhere here. What I am about to do, is that right? Do people like me? Am I popular? This is all before you ever get to loving yourself. You are more interested in whether other people love you. 
You're not even interested in whether you love yourself. And it's disorienting. Look at what's, what is social media all about? Approval from other people. So, now I am bringing this message. It's not my message. Socrates said this a long time ago. Some of the hieroglyphs that were deciphered from Egypt also said the same thing. Understand who you are. Know yourself. Socrates echoes that. Know yourself. Know thyself. Because the importance of knowing yourself is so important that without it, you can have as many maps as you want. This is what people do. People like to collect maps. Let's collect a better map. Let's collect a better map. Let's collect a better map. This map is no good. This, is, this, map, this map is no good. It hasn't taken me anywhere. Well, of course not, because you have never figured out where you are on the map. And, you know, this is what that stories in here are all about what what do you what do you practice every day that's one of the stories because whatever you practice you will get good at does that come as a surprise to you that's but that's why <laughs> I, in fact I, this is a little very funny little story it happened to me i went to a shopping center one day and so i'm driving out of the shopping center and I see this man practicing his saxophone. And I was just felt sorry for him. I thought, you know, he has no money. He's practicing, standing here, practicing his saxophone uh, and wanting, hopefully, for people to give him some money. So I said to the person who was driving, I said, get closer to him. I rolled down my window. And I had $5 I was going to give him. So when I came across him, I gave him $5. He said, no, no, no. I don't want money. My wife won't let me practice <laughs> the saxophone at home. <laughs> so I'm practicing here because nobody will mind. I, I rolled back the window and I was so embarrassed. I was so embarrassed. Because I had assumed something and the truth was something else. And I still remember that. So, in our lives, we go around, we assume everything, we look for approval, we want approval from... Okay, so, we, am I dressed? We look in the mirror, am I dressed right? My tie straight? Can I see my tie? Of course not. How can I see my tie? My eyes don't go that way. Unless I can pop them out and go, yep, it's looking good. I need a mirror. But you can see my tie. So who do I tie this tie for? For you. For me, as soon as I get back to my hotel, I'm going to take it off. So this is what our world is. I'm not saying good or bad, and I'm not passing judgment. I'm making a funny comment because there is humor behind it. Comedy or humor has a bit of truth. Otherwise, it's not funny. And it is funny that in everything else, in everything else that we do, you go to a bank, the line where it starts, we know. You go take a number, ticket number, you know, and you watch the counter. Okay, what is the number? So you know. And when it comes to the self, no idea. And when I propose this, a lot of people go, what do you mean knowing yourself? Of course I know myself. My name is blah, 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 blah. Really? Was that your name before you came out? When you were born? What was your name? Just when you were born. 
because you didn't exist. Officially, you did not exist. Your birth certificate hadn't been signed yet. You did not have a piece of paper validating you exist, but you existed. On what strength did you exist? Do you know what that is? The wisdom that you seek from the world is actually inside of you. Do you know that? You are wiser than you realize. Do you know that? So, if you don't, don't you think it will be good to know yourself? Then you would know who you are. The strengths you have. How you can go forward. And of course, when it comes to loving, if you don't know yourself, how are you going to love? Yes. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, would you agree, though, that... Uh, all this seems easier said than done sometimes. Maybe we have people here in this very room who are facing illness or financial difficulties or violence even. And anyway, we all have bad days. At these times, it's quite difficult to feel inner peace, to enjoy fully the present moment. How do you leave your message on a daily basis? Well, yesterday was a very tough day for me, extremely tough, because I got up in the morning and then before I went to bed, I was told what time I have to leave the house to catch the flight. When I got up on my phone, there's the message, you have to leave basically in less than an hour. I have just gotten out of bed. And then I'm like, oh my God, I've only got an hour to get ready. Then call home. There is a problem. Ooh. And, you know, the name of one of my kids, that's what the problem is having a problem, and you better call. What do I do first? You know, I have to get ready. I have to call home. I call home. No answer. No answer. No answer. I look at the clock. It's midnight. At home. So nobody's answering. Uh, and then it was like, okay. Stop. All these wheels are going round and round and round and round and you are just getting caught in it. Stop. Use wisdom. Not paranoia, use wisdom. First thing, get ready. So, I get ready. After I'm ready, I call home. No answer. Oh, call the doctor. Call the doctor. Okay, you have, this is happening, this is happening, and you know. And so, yeah, my youngest son is about to go to surgery. And I, it, the doctor was very kind to exactly tell me what's wrong. It's not a big deal. It'll be taken care of. I was like, okay, fine. What can I do from here? I can worry, right? I can worry. How's that going to help him? So, a little bit of sanity. Make more phone calls, find out exactly what's happening. So, made more phone calls, find out exactly what's happening. Everything was fine. Everything worked out fine. And at the end of the day, I arrived in Paris, made a few more phone calls, and everything worked out fine. Everything is good. But I had the same capacity in me to get completely worried. Now, some people say, easier said than done, like you said. 
I agree. But there must be a reason for it, right? There must be a reason why it is easier said than done. Peace is inside of you. You should have that. Easier said than done. Why? Why? Is peace not in you? I'm not the first one to ever say what you're looking for is inside of you. So if you are looking for peace, that's inside of you. If you're looking for hope, that is inside of you. If you're looking for clarity, that is inside of you. If you're looking for joy, that is inside of you. And the question is, why is it easier said than done? Because we don't know ourselves. We don't know what our strengths are. We don't know what our strengths are. You are stronger than you realize. Even in the face of calamity, you are stronger than you realize. But because you don't know yourself, you're ready to surrender to the calamity. And you do. You are worried about all those things you don't know. And in the list of all the things you don't know, you also don't know yourself. So who's the stronger one? So what do we do? We look for strength, but not in us, in other people. People come to me. Oh, you know, and people ask this question. So when you have a problem, what do you do? They think I'm strong. I'm only strong when I'm connected to the strength inside of me. Otherwise, I'm weak too. I'm a human being. And I have to remember, there is an incredible strength inside of me. When I don't tap into that strength, nothing is strong. When I do, I'm strong too. Same thing for you. It's simple. It's not complicated. We can make it complicated, but it's not complicated. It's very, very simple. You know, I've been going at it. I've been talking about this subject when I was four years old. You saw the picture. I still remember that day. And what was it like for me? You know, here are people and they have all these expectations. Listening to a lecture isn't going to do it. All this, what I talk about, has to be turned into reality for yourself. And it begins with the first step that, yes, that strength is in you. If you are not willing to acknowledge that strength, strength in, in you, then how are you going to even look for it? In you. I'm talking about serious stuff here. Did you see those people wearing the orange suit? Okay, that was not some fashion. <laughs> you know, that wasn't like the French fashion week we are having. <laughs> those, are, those are inmates. Those are inmates. And some of them are locked away in those prisons for 50 years. I bring hope to them. I bring clarity to them. I propose to them that they should know themselves. And at first they think I'm crazy. Till they start exploring and understanding who they are. And the day they do, their whole life turns around. This is very powerful. Very, very powerful. I have a last question, which is kind of personal. Excuse me. 
I love, of course, all your stories, but there's one that most particularly touched me. That's the flowers in the desert and the message that goes with it, which is we need to get ready to seize the opportunities when they arise, and at the same time, we need to wait patiently for these opportunities to come, which seems to me a little paradoxical. Plus, I'm not a very patient person, <laughs> so when I've put my mind into something, it's very difficult for me to wait and wait and keep hoping and believing that it will come without being discouraged when nothing actually happens. What advice could you give me? Well, <laughs> the, advice, <laughs> the advice that I would give you is very simple. You don't have a choice. <laughs> the seeds that are lying in the desert do not control the rain. You think you control everything in your life, and that's why you're impatient. You don't. There are certain things you don't control. You have to learn that. <laughs> there are things you do control, and there are things that you don't control. Knowing yourself, again, very important. So, seeds know that. And they know one thing. They have learned this. This is a learned behavior. Trees were there on this planet Earth way before human beings. And those trees are smart. The only thing they can't do is walk. The rest, they can do everything. They talk to each other. It's actually really fascinating. They talk to each other. They help each other. They know who's who and where they are. And I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a real trip. Their scientists are just starting to discover what's going on with these trees. But one thing these trees have is patience. Those seeds lying in the desert know one thing. Rain will come. This they know. This is not a guess. Rain will come. When? They don't know. So instead of looking at a calendar like we do, they have adopted a beautiful strategy. Beautiful. And it is based on one thing, rain will come. Stop looking at the calendar. Seeds don't look at the calendar. They just know the rain will come. And when it does, be ready. So no guesswork, no speculation, absolutely everything known, known, known. Rain will come. Be ready. And that's what they do. That's how the desert blooms. That's the, that's the cover. That's the name of this book. When the desert blooms. You look at a desert and it looks nothing, like nothing. One color. Hiding underneath are these incredible little seeds. Rain will come. Be ready. And then rain does come. And when it does, they bloom. And when the desert blooms, it's not monotonous anymore. It has got the most exquisite colors everywhere. The gentle hues of pink and blues and yellows and reds and green. Can't even see the sand. It will You too can look at your life, look at the monotony of your life. But remember, 
in your heart, there are some seeds. We're going to talk about seeds here today quite a bit. There are some seeds. Rain will come and the desert will bloom. It's happened not once, not once, again and again and again. And these seeds that lie dormant are the seeds of the success story from the last blooming. Those flowers that bloomed, they left these seeds behind. And this is their proof. It does rain, and it be ready to bloom. And if in my life, instead of facing all the chaoses that I face, all the challenges that I have created for my own self. And I start to really understand life as this incredible journey that I have, this incredible gift that I have, this incredible opportunity that I have. I mean, I'm alive. I'm alive. This is not a joke. This is not about a debate. This is not about questions. I'm alive. My goodness, time is, it's happening. The band is playing. The audience is there. Everything is happening. Better get on with it. Whatever it is that you're going to get on with it, get on with it instead of, uh, what should I be doing? I wonder why I'm in this world today. I need to read that book and, oh, I should go to that place and, oh, I should do this and, oh, I should contact this person. Get with it. Get with it. I am going to say something you may not like, but it is the truth. Two most important things happen in your life. One is birth, one is death. One's already happened. You're already here. So guess what the next one is? And are you ready for it? Absolutely not. No, nobody's ready for it. Nah, nah, absolutely. Uh. <laughs> Were you ready for your birth? No. How could you be ready for your birth? You had no idea. Here, boom. You know, one day, there you are. But it's going to happen. Should you prepare for it? Absolutely not. Should you write a date on your calendar? Absolutely not. But if you're going to do something, do this. No. The rain will come. Be ready to bloom. Don't be distracted by death. Don't be distracted by death. Don't be distracted by your problems. People go, oh, I have a problem. You know what I say to people? This problem has bothered other people before you. The problem doesn't change, the victims do. You are now the new victim that the same problem is bothering you. How many of you have money problems? <laughs> this problem, money problem, has existed for a very, very long time on the face of this earth. Before us, it found other victims, it bothered it bothered them like no end. Now it's found us, and it's bothering us. After us, it'll bother somebody else. That's how it goes. Do you want to be the victim? If you don't know yourself, you are vulnerable to becoming a victim of all these problems. If you know yourself, you have the strength and you are no longer vulnerable 
to the problems of this earth. Only if you remember it. If you forget about your strength, you will have a problem. So is life a problem? So you can become philosopher, you know, you know, it's okay, life is a big problem. Problems happen. Not in my life, thank you. Problems will come. But I want to be strong when they come. I cannot stop the problems. When it rains, I cannot stop the rain, but I can carry an umbrella. That's my philosophy. Carry an umbrella. Don't go out there and, you know, sacrifice three chickens to stop the rain, because it's not going to work. And why bother the poor chickens? So now chickens have a problem too. So, that's not the solution. The solution is carry an umbrella. You don't have to sacrifice anything. And when it starts raining, open it. And what will it do? Will it stop the rain? No, it'll stop you from getting wet. That's all it'll do. That's good. That's what you want. That's what you need. So. Hi there, I'm Yasmin Akram. Join myself and my friend Philippa Dunn each week for our podcast, We Heart Worry, a show about cars and their engines. Obviously not. It's a show where we talk about our fears, our worries and our anxieties in a bid to help you with yours. And we just have a laugh as well. So join us. There's nothing to be scared of. I promise. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So thank you so much for this conversation. There are so many more questions I'd like to ask you. But it's now time for me to leave you with our friends here. So you enjoy this precious time now with Prem Rawat, and I'll see you again at the end. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So, thank you. So that was a little bit of the question and answers that came from the, from the book and so on. I'd like to just express something. It's not going to be any different. I'm not going to take too long. But... Let me begin with a story, a story that you have not heard. In fact, I hadn't heard it either. And I just heard it uh, yesterday. And of course, since then, I have twisted it a little bit. <laughs> so one day, uh, in this beautiful city, uh, a man is walking along the road, the sidewalk. And he comes across a shop. And it, the, the big sign on the top of the shop says, the shop of the divine. 
he had seen, you know, divine shop, all of that, but the shop of the divine, he had never seen. So he went up to the window and there was a curtain there and he couldn't see inside. So he was really curious. He walked in. As soon as he opened the door, he was shocked. It's the most beautiful shock he had ever seen in his life. Beautiful pillars, super high ceiling, beautifully carved pillars. The carpet was amazing. The ceiling was amazing. The lighting was amazing. And as he walks in, there's this very well-dressed gentleman there. He says, sir, can I help you? And the guy goes, mm, I'm just looking. I just want to see. I've never seen anything like this. The shop looks a lot smaller from the outside, and inside it's huge. And he goes, yes, sir, this is the shop of the divine. And there's beautiful shelves and each one of these shelves has the most magnificent things. And I'm just calling it things because he doesn't really know what they are. He's never seen anything like it. And they're just beautiful and huge. Beautiful colors and beautiful artistry. I mean, just magnificent. And he points to them and he goes, excuse me, what is all this? What, what are they? What are they? They're so beautiful. What are they? And the man says, sir, this is peace. And points to another one, says, this is joy. And this is clarity. The guy says, wow. And they're for sale. <laughs> this is not really for sale. But if you want, you can have them. You can have them. The guy's flabbergasted. Like, wow. This is amazing. I mean, I've never come in across anything like this. So he finally says, okay, I think I want these. And not only do I want these, I also want them for my family and for my friends. So please give me 15, 20 of these peace things that you have here and give me 15, 20 of clarity and 15, 20 of wisdom and 15, 20 of all these beautiful things that you have. And the guy says, of course, sir, I'll be right back. No, no, this is not a joke. <laughs> and so he goes in the back. And after about 10, 15 minutes, he comes. And he's got a tiny little box. And he says, sir, here, here's your order. This is 1520 piece. And 1520 clarity and 1520 wisdom and 1520 understanding and 1520 joys for you, for your family, for your friends. And the guy goes, well, wait a minute. On the shelf, they're so huge. They're beautiful. They're so huge. And what did you do? How could you put all of those in this tiny little box? He said, oh, 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 sir, excuse me. This is all courtesy of the divine. But the divine doesn't give the finished product. The divine just gives you the seeds. Now, you have to take these seeds and sow them and water them. Take care of them. 
And when you do, they will become these beautiful things in your life. So, like I said, we're going to be talking about seeds. One thing to understand, you work every day. At first, you worked on playing. For this, you needed toys. Hopefully, your parents got you toys. Maybe you had more toys you wanted that you could have better time with. But at first, you, 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 you wanted to play. Then you started going to school. And you invested in your education. Your parents invested, but you did too. You had to go every day, carry your homework, do all the things. So you invested in your education. After that, you came out and you invested in getting a job. And now you invest every day in your financial welfare by having a job, by having a job, by taking care of that investment. You, you come home, you bring the money, you try to invest that, whatever. But you are one way or the other way invested. And your life is how it is. But you know that you need that job to keep that money going. So you invest every day. Get up in the morning, go to your job, take care of it, try to do as well as you can, so on and so forth. So the issue here is that you know you have to invest in your job, in your friends, same thing with your friends, the time you spend on your phone answering all your friends, your investment, it's your investment, whether it is energy you invest, whether it is time that you invest, time and energy that you invest. You invest. Oh yeah, by the way, we are here to talk about peace. We are here to talk about the possibility of this desert blooming. Aren't we? We? Oui? C'est bon. So, how invested are you in peace? You want peace? No. How invested are you? What investment do you make? Every day? You want clarity in your life? How invested are you in clarity? You want joy in your life? How invested are you in joy? You want understanding in your life? How invested are you in understanding in your life? You want to know yourself? Well, how have you invested? Knowing yourself. You really expect somebody to give you a salary without you working? See, if I came here and I said, okay, folks, I have a solution for you where you can make a lot of money. Actually, a few people did that. You can make a lot of money <laughs> without doing anything. Just you know, investing. You would say, oh, I don't know about him. I don't know about Prem Rawat. There must be an angle. There must be a hook. There must be a something. How, what, what, what is he talking about? You cannot make money without doing anything. You have to invest. You have to work on it. Right? 
And then you expect to come here and me talk about peace without me talking about your investment in peace? Ah, we have a problem. You see, there is no hook. It's very simple. How do you invest? How do you invest? What have you done? To bring a little peace in your life. Bring a little joy, a true joy. Not, not that kind of joy where you go with your friends for a few minutes and you have your, you know, wine and beer and, and whatever they show. They have advertisements of this and then they have their, their beer saying it doesn't get any better than that and then everybody wakes up with a hangover. <laughs> not that kind. Of joy. I'm talking about a joy that emanates from your heart as a human being, as a human being. Where you get to a point in your life where you just start enjoying life, not what's happening in your life. You see the difference between the two? Where you actually just start enjoying life itself. Self, the coming and going of this breath, you being on this earth, you being alive, you being able to see, you being able to feel, not what you feel, but enjoying feeling. Not Loving somebody, but enjoying the love. Not enjoying listening to a record, but enjoy listening. Enjoy listening. You don't enjoy listening. You don't enjoy listening. You enjoy listening to your favorite album. And I see everybody with their earphones in their ear, listening to music, lost. Oh, I have the same earphones. And then they run out of battery. Then you take them out, you put them back, and they charge. Then you put them back. I'm not talking about enjoying a particular thing. I'm talking about enjoying being alive. What is that like? Free of expectations. So now let me tell you. What's going to cause the divorce between the husband and wife? Expectations. What's going to cause you to become angry with your own child? Expectations. And you have expectations of everything in this world. I'm not saying that's good or bad. That's up to you. Certainly, I have expectations too. I, I even have expectations of my dogs. Sometimes they're two little Pomeranians and they, they, they don't like anybody coming into the courtyard like it's theirs. And sometimes I'll sneak in and they don't know it's me and they'll start barking. And then I'll say, what? What? <laughs> and then they get, get very, very embarrassed. So it's not like one way or the other way. Should you have expectations? Shouldn't? That's not the point. But there is a state of being in which you are free. In which you are happy with yourself. Without the approval or disapproval 
of other people. Where you recognize truly who you are is not this desert, but the seeds that lie buried in that desert. My friends, the story is not about the desert. It's going to look like the desert. The desert is going to look like the desert for a lot longer period than the blooming. The blooming is only going to last a few days. Understood, right? It only does. It just lasts a few days and then gone. But my goodness. My goodness. What a sight to behold. What a sight to behold. Never again. And once you have seen the desert bloom, you will never see the desert like the desert again in your life. Because now you know. Aha. Aha. There's something else here. And I will come. Whenever that happens, if I could see it again. Because that is what your life can be. Your existence is greater, is more. Everybody talks about their problems. They, they want me to fix their problems. Your problems are fixed. Really? It doesn't fix my problems. People say, I want to meet with you. I say, about what? They say, well, I've got problems. I want to see this. I say, well, I can meet with myself. If, that's, if, if, if that really worked, I could meet with myself all day long. But it doesn't fix my problems. How does that seed survive in the desert? It had to work on it. It made an investment. It could be somewhere else where it rains a lot, but it didn't. It went for the desert and its uniqueness. This is the possibility. This is your strength. This is what can happen. Only if you are willing to invest in it. What is your investment? I'm talking about this now, so I'll tell you three things. Three things. Maybe I'll add a few more. <laughs> three things. One, know the difference between wisdom and knowledge. Acquire the knowledge but use that knowledge wisely. Wisdom. For a lot of people who are like, wait, 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 what, 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 yeah. Having knowledge is great. Practicing that knowledge is wisdom. Without that wisdom, <laughs> So, there is a lot of technical knowledge in this world. A lot of technical knowledge, but without that wisdom is being used to kill each other. Use it wisely, and it could be there to reverse the effects of the global warming. Use it wisely, it could be helping the polar bears as they're losing their housing. The ill 
things that human beings have done, the same technology can reverse it if wisdom was there. But no wisdom is there and it is used in a stupid way. So knowledge is good, but it needs to be used wisely. So wisdom, very important. Two. Two, know yourself. Who are you? What is your strength? You lie, of course, in this desert, devoid of much color, devoid of any sustainability for anything living, and yet that tiny little seed, if the rain comes, which it will, can transform even the desert. All its monotony, all its problems, gone. Know thyself. Third. Third. Everybody's into social media and this and that. We want to communicate with other people. That's not what you need. It's fine. I'm not saying one way or the other way. It's up to you. You want to use. It's your time. You know. It's your body. If you want to throw it in front of a car because you were doing this while you were cross, <laughs> walking the cross. You see, technology, knowledge, but no wisdom. So they got the phone, but no wisdom. They got the technology, but no wisdom. Hey, wait a minute. Don't. You know, I, you know what I realized? The traffic in Paris is getting ridiculous. And you know why people need to honk their horn? Because as soon as the traffic comes to a stop, you know what people are doing? They're not looking, the car is moving. And so people start honking. The solution, in my opinion, is what you need to garner is empathy, not sympathy, empathy. This will make you far more sociably acceptable. You want to become socially acceptable? Sympathy isn't going to give it to you. Empathy is. If something can stop the wars, it is if people could just empathize. They don't do that anymore. No empathy in some of the countries. No empathy. To be able to place yourself in the other person's shoes. That doesn't mean you agree with them. It doesn't mean you disagree with them. Just to be able to see their viewpoint. We don't see the viewpoint. And that's why we fight in the name of God. We fight in the name of religion. We fight in the name of peace. We fight in the name of joy. We fight in the name of all things that have always been held precious on the face of this earth. They have become the fighting points when they should be the saving points for our society. To empathize, not only with each other, but to empathize even with those animals who are losing their turf. I mean, in this day and age, when the supermarkets are already full of food, and they don't even know what to do with the food. They throw it away. And people want to go and, and, and go hunting. If you want to go hunting, go hunting. Make it even. No guns. <laughs> Nothing. 
Just like the lion who doesn't have anything, just whatever God gave, go right ahead. Just get a good insurance for your family. Because you're not coming back. How is it fair? For thousands of years, they developed this, this, this thing called the gun. You're going to turn this on that lion? He doesn't even know what you're doing. He doesn't, he doesn't even have time to prepare. He does what he always has done. I can take you on. Because he's not seeing the gun, he's seeing the human being. He's like, yeah, you? Huh. I'm going to need toothpicks. But the human beings are like, no, no, I'll, I'll, I'll take you out. Want to go? Fine. You want to go in the ocean and, and kill a shark? Just get in the water. Nothing else. Just you. And have a go. Should be fun for the shark. So, anyways, I'm not here to tell you all those things. So why am I telling you all those things? It's none of my business, but it is, because I am here too. And I see what's happening in this world and it's not good. It's time we change it. But the change, the change can only begin with us. And right now, the, what we want is the change to begin with other people, not us. Because we don't know who we are. We're just like them. We're just like them. Knowing yourself has a lot of value, believe me, a lot of value. So this is the possibility. Your desert too, however deserty it may look, does have the seeds. It is going to rain. It is. And when it does, your desert can bloom as That's it. The stories, the stories are there to cause you to think. Like you are going to think about the seed one. Aren't you? Beautiful things. By the way, you are in the store of the divine. You are. And isn't it magnificent? And yes, there is peace. And you want it. You know one thing I have never asked people? There are so many people come to me, oh, peace, peace, tell me about peace. I should start asking them, why do you want peace? By the way, where did you get this idea of peace anyways? Maybe nobody put it here. Maybe it came from here. Because you know, you know, you know, you know something you think you don't know, but you do know something. And you know it is better to be happy than to be sad. Nobody had to teach you that. Don't you? No limit. Nobody goes to the church and says, God, too much happiness. Please, stop. <laughs> you know. You know so much more than you realize. Beautiful, beautiful things in the store of the divine. Don't be shocked if all you get is a bunch of seeds. Don't be shocked because that's the way they come. Are you ready to invest a little bit in those seeds? Are you ready to take all that knowledge and give it a little wisdom? And use it wisely. Because if you do, even if you think your life has changed, it can still transform so much more.
than you could ever imagine. There is no limit. There is no limit. So, how beautiful this opportunity. How beautiful this chance. And how beautiful when the desert blooms. Please, let your desert bloom. That's what it's all about. So thank you very much, and I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the book, and take care of yourselves. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Life's Essentials with Prem Rawat. If you enjoyed the app, please, please do head over to your nearest podcast platform to rate and review. And don't forget to subscribe. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Take care. You're a fan of all things geeky, you're going to love Con Sessions, a brand new podcast by comedian Matt Hunton and myself, Beck Hill, where we interview your favorite cult heroes at Comic Cons all across the world. We've got stars from Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Walking Dead, and more. Make sure you tune in soon to Con Sessions. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.